The role-playing hour. It's roadies are all in organised crime. So, Wendy, for that environmental protest... Yes? I was thinking if we meet the gang at the Organic Cafe, then we can post flyers all printed on recycled paper around the neighbourhood. Oh, that sounds good. After that, we'll go to our Fight Against Sexism swing dancing event where the women are all leads and the men are all follows. That's still too restrictive, isn't it? Shouldn't anyone who wants to be a lead and anyone who wants to be a follow? Oh, yeah, good idea. I'll make amendments before we print out the flyers for that on recycled paper. Great! Sounds good. And then tomorrow we can relax. Relax? Yes. Why? Is that not good? Wendy, are you forgetting our Race Against Racism fun run and vegan sausage sizzle? That Pakistani woman who was verbally abused on the train is relying on us. She's our poster child. Of course, our recycled paper posters are all getting defaced, which must be extra uncomfortable for her. But that is a risk she's bravely taking by standing up to prejudice. Oh, oh of course, of course. I'll, I'll be there. Is something wrong, Wendy? No, it's just... Standing up for causes is exhausting. I wish there was a way we could sit down for causes. Wendy, is Michael still here? No offence, Michael. It's just, I'd have this conversation without you, but you're always here. Of course he's here. He's my guest. He should pay rent if he stays over all the time. He still has a home of his own. And when was the last time he was there? I took clothes back from my dad to wash them about three weeks ago, maybe. Hey, Jim. Hey, Wendy. Oh, Michael's still here. He's allowed. If he lives here, he should be contributing to expenses. He should be on the dishes roster. We could pencil him in before me, and then the dishes could finally be done, because that roster's been stuck on me for eight weeks. He doesn't live here. He's just a visitor. He happens to sleep over a lot. We don't want to move in together too soon. It might put too much pressure on our budding relationship. You are moved in together. We're not. Oh, DM, could you leave that front door open just a bit? Michael's dad will be here soon. Michael's dad? Michael and I thought we needed a shelving unit and Michael's dad is taking us out to buy one. If you're buying a shelving unit together, you're living together. I'm buying the shelves. Michael's just helping me choose. Well, my dad is buying the shelves, technically. Yes, your dad is buying the shelves. It's so Wendy and I have some place to display the framed pictures of ourselves on holiday and at my sister's wedding. And so you have somewhere to store your polo shirts? You guys are so living together. <sighs> Fine, I'll just leave the door ajar. <laughs> Seriously, if Michael just contributed $5 a week, I would finally be able to eat something more than beans. Perhaps I could eat beans with cheese. I could afford to drink tea instead of cups of hot water. So, Michael, for the environmental protest, what sort of placards were you thinking? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe we can get my dad to take us past the hardware shop on the way. He might help us buy some placard materials. Great! Knock, knock. Michael, let's go get those shelves. Wait! Who's that at the door? Is that Dumalax? Dungeon Master? It is! That's my arch-enemy, Dumalax! Yes, Dungeon Master. We meet again. I am Michael's father. Wendy, why didn't you tell me Michael's father was Dumalax? Didn't we mention it? Or was that a dream? You dream about me? Must be. We didn't mention it. You didn't think it was bringing up the fact that Michael's dad wears a cape and a purple helmet and commits international acts of terror with scientific superweapons? That he abducts women and ties them to lumber and then pushes the lumber towards saws? That he routinely throws do-gooders into shark tanks? And that he's my arch enemy? He washes Michael's socks and mine if I bring them around every three weeks. Hey, Dad. Hello, son. Are you ready to go? 
Yeah. Wendy, how are you? You look well. Hello, Mr. Dumalax. Right. I've left the engine running. Let's get down to the Lexus. We want to get there before the traffic gets bad. Yes, Dad. Did you look in the catalogue? Do you do know what sort of shelves you want to buy? You have to know which section we are to go to before we get to the store. Yes, Dad. Because those sections are big. They keep the metal shelves on one side and the wooden shelves on the other. I don't know why they do that. They seem to keep all the metal furniture near the outdoor section. But why would you use shelves outdoors? I know which section, Dad, and some people probably want shelves outside. What sort of people? Not my sort of people. Just people, Dad. People who like outdoors and shelves. Your books would get damp. They don't have to keep books on their shelves, Dad. Mm, shelves outside. I don't know what the world is coming to these days. Just ignore my dad, Wendy. He's so uncool. I think he's nice. See? Your lady friend knows how to respect her elders. Don't call her my lady friend, Dad. This man did once live in a skull-shaped extinct volcano on a Pacific island. He did try to sink Myanmar through tectonic manipulation. It was actually through harmonic resonance waves deep within the Earth's crust. But you wouldn't understand my work. It's too cerebral for you. DM, look, you work in a chick-sexing factory. Michael's dad is actually successful. He extorts world leaders. He perverts science. And he's very good at it. Don't judge him. I don't judge your work. Yes, you do. You just did. Come on, Gary. Gary? Yes, that is my first name. You mean, Wendy, your boyfriend's name is Michael Dumalax? I named him after the archangel who is destined to war against the forces of Satan, as I myself am destined to bring down all who oppose me and cleanse the earth of fools, reprobates, and the genetically weak, reshaping the continents in my image. The Himalayas will be my abs. The Amazon will be my snail trail. Seriously, you can't see this guy's a nutcase? Wendy, I don't mean to be rude, but your housemate is using very prejudicial terms to describe those suffering from mental illness. Yeah, DM, stop using prejudiced terms to describe those suffering from mental illness. I, I... Come on, Gary. Yes, let's go. Goodbye, Jim. See you, Dumalax. Goodbye, Dungeon Master. My name's... My name's Dream Machine. We found that out. I'm the cast-off and embodied self-loathing of a German man. Goodbye, Dungeon Master. Cheer up, DM. My arch enemy is going to be coming around to this house, like all the time, to pick up Wendy's boyfriend's dirty washing. But on the plus side, we're not stuck with Wendy's boyfriend's dirty washing. I saw you smelling his boxers. A friend of mine um, on Facebook, a pork word, posted pictures of his hot new boyfriend and I was feeling lonely and inadequate. I needed nasal comfort. You have a boyfriend too. Yeah, but I hate my boyfriend. You were there, Jim, when Dumalax genetically manipulated Antarctic penguins to make them into carnivorous war machines hell-bent on destruction. Right? Those penguins followed the tenets of the German National Socialist Party and sig-hiled with their little flippers. You remember that, right? Yeah, and the penguins kept coming into the house and pecking you in the back of the knees and stealing all your shampoo. And when you protested, Dumalak said, You don't need it anyway, you bold douche. That was hilarious. Turning innocent little penguins into anachronistic white supremacists was a crime against God. A hilarious crime against God. This is Jules State, and I hate the role-playing hour because I asked them to feed my fish, and then they fed my fish too much, and now my fish has body image issues. This is Adrian Edmondson from The Bad Shepherds. I hate the role-playing hour. What ridiculous voices. 
I can't believe you guys aren't at all bothered that my archenemy Dumalax just now comes over to the house whenever he wants to on the pretext of visiting his son. He knew where you lived anyway. He left that blow-up doll with the holes full of blowfish venom outside the door that one time as a trap for you, remember? And you fell in love with it. You just don't understand the paralyzing kiss of the blowfish on your gonads, Jim. You just don't understand. Dumalax isn't that bad, DM. He's really nice. Wendy, last time he dropped you and your boyfriend off from visiting the rug shop, he sealed the door to my room shut with a self-aware nail gun. I had to hang my sheets out the window and climb down two stories onto the street. From what we heard, it was sail down two stories, like a magic carpet ride on your stiffened sheets. And why were they stiffened, DM? And how did they fit out the window? The nail gun jumped after me to its death. It said the burden of free will was too much for it. Anyway... Mark was in my room looking over our joint bank account. I'm going to give him a hand working out expenses. We're about to buy a puppy together! You so live together! We don't! And I'm going to go finish reading the Tibetan Book of the Dead. I'm going to need to preside over the funeral ceremony when Wendy and Michael's puppy dies after being only fed fair trade vegan dog food. One of these days, one of these days, you'll see. You'll see that my archenemy Dumalax is a bad person. (laughs) Yes, you finally agreed. (laughs) Douche. (laughs) Guys, did you see that? Did you see? Dumalax set up a military laser on a floating hover platform flying above the street, and he blew up our kitchen. Oh, and he totally got me right in the eye. No matter how many times I blink, I can still see the thought. Enjoy your damaged retina, douche. <laughs> Dumalax! <laughs> that prankster! What a card. Guys, our kitchen, look at it, it's all blowed up! Yeah, but Dumalax is rich, right? All that money he gets from extorting NATO, and I heard he has a robot army who follows his every devilish whim. He'll rebuild our kitchen for us. It will probably be better. Wendy and Michael live here, so he'll make sure that the flat's fine. He's just having fun. (laughs) And look what he burned to the DM's back with a laser-focused radiation. DM, it says on your back that you like Nickelback. What? A Nickelback quip? Isn't that so tired and like, ugh. Isn't that a boring bro joke? It's like he just discovered the internet or something. I mean, where is the originality in... (laughs) Nickelback sucks and you like them. I can't even name a Nickelback song. That's because you love all their songs and especially the one about how good Nickelback is. And how does that song go? Uh, la la la, Nickelback is so good. La la la, our uh, one fan likes his song, and he likes us so much, he got a laser etching of how much he likes us on his back. Fuck you, Dumalax! <laughs> Ooh, someone is butthurt. Butthurt? That is a tired and unoriginal insult, too. Did you just log onto the internet for the first time like yesterday? Are you all the trolls? Are you all the trolls of the internet? Butthurt. Fuck you! You really gotta work on your comebacks, DM. Dumalax is owning you! Dad? Yes, son? Does that... does your machine use biodegradable biofuels? Which? The military laser or the floating hover platform? Both. Well, the floating hover platform uses... It uses diesel and a small amount of nuclear waste. But don't worry, the military laser I actually plugged into the mains. And does it use much electricity? How many energy rating stars does your military laser have? <clears throat> uh, half a star. It 
uh, it actually draws about 98% of the electricity from the city's power grid every time I fire it. And what does the city's electricity power grid run on? Coal, I believe. Dad, that's not environmentally friendly. Well, it's, uh, it's a military laser, and I need to use it. Where would I be if I couldn't use my military laser? You don't need to use it, Dad. It's an indulgence. Can you believe that last year he left his military laser on during Earth Hour, embarrassed us on the whole street, every window dark, except there he is in the backyard, firing his military laser at the moon. Well, I was drawing a cartoonish image of the DM guzzling a veiny cock in the sea of fecundity. It's my art, son. You can't deny me my art. That's what that's supposed to be in the Sea of Fecundity. I thought it was an anteater with a long nose. No, it's you, guzzling cock. You're shit at drawing with a laser on the moon, Dumalax. Your art sucks. Well, you're shit at not guzzling cock. Butthurt, Dumalax. You're butthurt. Dad, can you be more environmentally friendly next time? Yeah, the fumes from your laser are giving my son asthma. Why don't you think about the planet, you purple helmet-wearing freak? Neighbourhood, neighbourhood, just relax. Why can't you have a solar laser? (laughs) Have you ever fired a solar laser? It sets fire to kittens eventually, but it takes about half a day. You set kittens on fire? Well, only when experimenting. I move up to human subjects as soon as I can. You're a kitten murderer. I'm putting 4chan onto you. Who are the 4chans? Are they some sort of police? Are they related to Jackie Chan? Listen, mate, you take your diesel guzzling, coal snorting, air polluting, military laser floating off a platform and you get him out of here! Think green for once, man! Fine, fine. Just let me dispose of the interchangeable barrel of my military laser. Overheated during the firing. But don't worry, the barrels are made to be disposable. I'll just put it in the bin. Ah wouldn't want to litter. What's that barrel made out of? Carbon nanotubes. And you just put it in the green bin. So? Green bins is for plant matter only. Don't you care about our planet? You can't mix bins. If it's recycling, it goes in the yellow bin. If it's rubbish, it goes in the red bin. And is it made of paper or plastic or metal? It's made of... It's made of carbon and nanotubes. So it can't even be recycled. Did he say his laser was made of chlorofluorocarbons? They're bad. They make a hole in our ozone layer. No, the laser only makes a hole in the ozone layer when I shoot the laser at the ozone layer. He put CFCs in our bin. He's an asshole. Fine. I'm taking my laser and none of you can have a go. We don't want to go. We wouldn't touch that thing. Some of us think about the future of our planet. You know, our children's future. No, you... I should laser you. Dad, you're embarrassing me. Can you just hook the military laser and the floating hover platform up to the Lexus and take them back to the house? Very well, son. Very well. I shall do it for you. But, DM, you shall taste my wrath. All of you shall taste my wrath. You are the scum of humanity, and humanity shall be cleansed. I shall burn away the useless among you, and those who remain shall become my mewling chattels. I am Dumalax, and I have spoken! Ah, that Dumalax. Such a scamp. He really is a lovable rogue. He should think more about the environment, though. Guys, can't you see what he's doing to me? When I'm not self-loathing, when I'm not having wacky adventures with you guys, I'm fearing the next attack from Dumalax. I always have to look over my shoulder. 
Is the next letter a bill, or is it chock full of earwigs who are genetically engineered to lay eggs in my dickhole? When I order a pizza, is the pizza delivery person a human being, or a cyborg chimpanzee sent by Dumalax to put me over its stumpy leg and spank me with meat lovers until I'm red raw? Dumalax shapes how I live. My life is so much worse for him. Doesn't that bother you? Hmm? But why would it bother us? Because you're my friends. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I guess? You're not my friends? Well, we're your... I mean, I mean, sure, we're your friends. Sure, and like friends, you care about me. Not in that way. No, but you care about my well-being. Well, not always. Sometimes, maybe? When you see me smile, it brings you joy. Well, it brings me... No, I can't lie. Lying is bad. I can't even really tell when you're smiling, to be honest, because I try to avoid looking at your face. So you're, you're, you're not my friends? No, we are. Just not. Just not, like, in a dictionary definition way. Jim, what about you? DM, I've heard you say you hate the human race. <sighs> well, when I said that, I was in a bad mood. The feeling between you and the human race is mutual. No, but Jim, I know, I know you're just acting tough. We live in the same building. Yes, that's true. And like friends, we associate outside of this building too. I wouldn't go that far. If that ever happens, it's purely by accident. Usually it means I've checked in somewhere on Facebook and you've stalked me, desperate to escape your housebound loneliness. Remember that time I pretended to check in at the sewage treatment plant and you camped out there for two days in your going out clothes? You mean the Justice League shirt with the holes in it and the Spider-Man undies with the holes in them? Yeah, his going out clothes. Jim, we share wacky adventures from time to time. Yeah, but that makes us more like work colleagues. Wacky adventures are not work. Sometimes the wacky adventures feel like work. Uh, I actually want to say, <clears throat> DM, that... I'm a bit hurt. I didn't want to confront you about this, but I think I should call you out on your insulting behaviour. What? 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 What insulting behaviour? Well, you said we were friends. How dare you insult me, Dan, by implying I would have such terrible taste in friends? What? But good work, Wendy. That's very brave. Calling him out on his bullying like that. You are trying to hurt my feelings, DM, and you have. But I shall rise above. I shall rise above. I don't care about your insults. I do have good taste in friends. I do. I mean, most of my friends are young and successful and have good heads of hair despite what you are implying. I wasn't. I should I should just stop talking to you now that you have insulted me by saying I have such bad taste in friends, but... You're useful, DM. You're, you're useful to know. Like, when we are all watching TV together on the couch, your hunch is good for resting bags of popcorn on. So, I will continue to associate with you despite this insult as long as I can still continue to rest the popcorn on your hunch. You shouldn't push your luck, DM. You shouldn't insult us. If we didn't share a house, you would see, like, no other human being. Ever. Well... He'd see them like an orphan pressing his face against a window and looking at a family sharing dinner on Christmas. But like the orphan, he would never interact with them. He would just be left out in the cold. It's nature's way. It's nature's way. I'm I'm beginning to realise no one cares what Dumalax does to me. I'm all alone with no one to watch my back. Wendy, the DM's teeth... Are they meant to be that colour, stained like two old urinal cakes? I like it.
the bold yellows and the burnt ochres remind me of a wide and sunburnt country. Stupid dot. Keep blinking and... Uh, I hope Dumalax didn't do anything else to me with this laser. Oh, shit, that reminds me. What about my... Ah! Oh, where is my sting tattoo? <laughs> Douche. This is K9 reporting, Master. You sent me to study the F. M-band radio program known as the Role-Playing Hour and determine whether it is in need of cancellation? The answer is... Affirmative. This is John Rhys Davis and I hate the Role-Playing Hour because they smell like a dirty girl's pants. Why would I hate a dirty girl's pants? <laughs> You've got the wrong dwarf there, laddie. I brought us some vegan dolmatis from the new Greek place down the street, Wendy. You are the best boyfriend, Michael. You can't fool me, Jim. I know we're friends deep down. I know we are. If I was dead in the street, you wouldn't just step over me. Well, I certainly wouldn't kick you. I wouldn't want to get my shoes dirty. You act like I disgust you, but if I look into your eyes, I know that's not... I know that's not... Oh, God, I do disgust you. If the DM was dead, they would have a room after we fumigate it and change the carpet. Yeah, that'd be great. We could get someone good to move in and maybe he wouldn't be a creeper and maybe he would have a regular hairline. And maybe he wouldn't have a paunch like eggs spilling out the back end of a turtle. He might even be a hot guy. Yeah, a hot guy. Hey, Wendy, I'm right here. I'm just saying to look at, not to touch. But instead, here we are in the same building as the DM, only a few metres away from where he chews his hibernation sack from his hide and slithers in his fettered bower. Oh, don't stare at me like that, DM. When you get sad, your face looks like a shriveled, puckered-up foreskin. Don't feel bad, DM. At least you're... Um... At least you're, um... Hmm. And that's wonderful. But seriously, shouldn't you be like successful at something by now like you're a hundred or something right and it's nice that you get to be alive even though you have nothing to show for it it's lovely that you have got to suck up all the air and resources for no reason i mean that air and those resources could have gone to a guy with nice abs but luckily nature's not that judgmental nature's not in any way even slightly fair and so you get to be here being pointless. It's a nice thing to say. It's good for you. It shows how lucky you are. It's like you won the lottery, really. People who win the lottery get money without deserving it or working for it. And you got life when, you know, it would have been better used by someone else who had a chance of doing something with it and succeeding in general. Yeah, you're great, DM, except for that pathetic attempt at a beard. Seriously, shave it off. It looks like someone has been gutting fish on your face. If you weren't talking to me this second, you'd still think of me, right? At least once, sometime in the rest of your lives? Um... Phew! Hello? DM, it's for you. Hello? DM, it's Willie. Willie? I'm calling from the West Indies. Yeah, I married a rum merchant. He's a really muscly Jamaican who is super rich. We met while I was drinking rum from the gutter after one of his rum trucks overturned, and when he came personally to investigate, he realised that my unnatural love for rum meant I was the perfect person to help him run his empire. Me. Anyway, just wanted to let you know I've left Australia and I'm happy and I'm going to spend the rest of my life here sunning myself and making rum-soaked love on the beach with my athletic rich husband. Well, that's... 
I'm I'm happy for you for as long as your liver holds out and you rang me up to let me know how you're doing. That's nice. Actually, I rang you up to say, fuck you, DM. You nearly ruined my life. Knowing you was an absolute nightmare. You got me into terrible adventures. You gave me lenticular cancer. You made me feel bad about myself. And you're a creeper. But in the end, guess what? My life turned out good anyway. I got the happiness I deserved. I love myself and I am loved. Being near you is suffering for anyone. Because you make life worse for all those you know. But I escaped. And I want you to know I am successful and I am doing better than you ever will. I'm in love, but you are doomed to be alone, you pathetic loser. I must have been in a really bad, self-hating place to call you a friend. Never again. Fuck you! Bye, Willie. Well, okay, so maybe it turns out Willie was never really my friend. Hello, son. Just popped around to drop off your clean laundry. Thanks, Dad. Dumalax. Douche. Hey, Mr. Dumalax. Wendy. And I also came around to drop off this robotic mind-controlling spider. No! It's leaping at my face! Damn you, Dumalax! Yes. Feel as it attaches itself to your skull. Feel it shaking over your every thought. Yes, you are losing control of yourself, Dungeon Master. You are my puppet. Give yourself over to my will. No! No! Yes. How do you feel, Dungeon Master? I am cyber... Wonderful. Say, I'm a butthurt little bitch who likes guzzling cocks. I am a butthurt little bitch who likes guzzling cocks. I am cyber... Magnificent. Now walk into the wall face first repeatedly. I am cyber... I am cyber... I am cyber... I am cyber... <laughs> That's funny, Mr. Dumalax! Ah, yes. What is that you are eating there? Wog food? What did you say, Dad? I said that food looks nice. What is it? Wog food? It's Greek, Dad. Ah, I was right. I thought it was either that or Jippo food. Dad, you can't say things like that. What? Wog? Of course I can say wog. Australia is full of wogs. This country is either yellow or brown these days, and it's all the better for it, I say. Dad! What about wogs out of work, eh? Acropolis now, eh? I don't know those things, Dad. Sure, one of them does RAA ads now. I think they called him a wog in one of those RAA ads. Maybe they didn't. Anyway, they all call themselves that. You know they're all wogs, and that's fine. I'm happy for them. They like calling each other wogs. Uh, wog pride. Dad, that doesn't mean you can call them that. Of course I can. It's just laughs. They have nothing to worry about. They have thousands of years of wog culture to be proud of. I'm not saying that there's anything bad about them. I quite like woggy food. Woggy women are all right, too, as long as they pluck their eyebrows. Dad, you're a racist. That's really bad. I have to call you Adam that or I couldn't live with myself. What? I'm not racist. I worked with a team of Chinese henchmen once, and one of the ladies... <sighs> you're lucky you don't have a half-chink sister. Hips like a teenage boy's that lady had. And she was smart. But they all are, aren't they? Dad! It's not racist if it's positive. Wendy doesn't think I'm racist, do you, young Wendy? Actually, it is really racist, Gary. I'm sorry. I don't think you should talk like that. Imagine if you were in their position. What? If my ancestors built the Acropolis? I wish they did. Mind you, those woggy ancestors were a bit faggy for me. 
Not that I mind, it's just not something I'm personally into. Dad! He can call me Whitey or Massa. I don't mind at all. I don't know why people get so upset about these names. They're just words. I respect everyone equally. Wogs, chinks, gooks, even blackies. Also, frankly, Dad, the language you've been using to insult the Dungeon Master, forgive me, Wendy, butthurt, cock, guzzling, all these references to anal sex and oral sex, it's a bit homophobic. Homophobic? That's retarded. And now you're insulting the differently abled. I like the differently abled. I met one on a bus and he was very talkative. Dad, all this, it could hurt people's feelings. People are born the way they're born, whether they are differently abled or whether they love someone who happens to be of a different sex or gender to the kinds of people you love. The sexual choices of others are no business of ours. We shouldn't shame people for the way they express their love. What? I'm not homophobic. Jim's one of them and he wasn't offended. Were you, Jim? I mean... Jim's a raging queer, and we get on smashingly. In fact, if I was a queer, I'd probably buy him a steak. I wasn't offended, but I don't really get offended. Jim doesn't speak for all homosexuals, Dad. Some people would be hurt by your language, and I'm obliged to speak up for them. Well, well, son. Well, now I really see what you think of me. It's not you, Dad. I think you can improve. I want you to improve. I think you're just not thinking about what comes out of your mouth or how your words might affect others. Being lectured by my own son. Well, come on. There is some larger issue here. You all hate me, don't you? That, that's it. Or you think I'm some big idiot? My own son thinks he's smarter and better than me? Come on. Out with it. There must be some other concern here. Perhaps you think I've been a bad father to you, is that it? Some of your friends' fathers have two military lasers, is that it? Dad, that's not it. I just... I don't think I'm smarter than you. You've been a good father. It's just... No, there must be some other issue here. Come on, out with it. What is the nigger in the woodpile? Dad! What? That phrase! It's just an expression. I don't actually keep any niggers in any woodpiles. Slavery is bad, and I'm against it, and I make jokes about Australians too. Why, you remember, we were in the car the other day, and I said that all young men in Australia these days look like pufters. I wish. It's because I used a giant orbiting space mirror to attempt to burn a hole in Mongolia, isn't it? No, Mr. Dumalax. That was fine. All your acts of supervillainry are fine. If... A little cliche and outdated. It's just some of the things you say, they make you seem really out of touch. People have been talking. Out of touch? Out of touch? Well, here are your clean socks, son. And here are all your clean clothes, all of them. I used your favourite fabric softener. It's, It's not been easy being a single father. You know, since your mother ran away with that super spy and then got blown up in his escape blimp. But no one ever thinks of what I go through, do they? Perhaps I should just leave. Perhaps if I am so out of touch, I should be out of touch, eh? Hmm? Yes. Don't bother calling or talking to your dear old dad. Dad, we actually... Yesterday we saw there was a petition on change.org. A petition asking you to use more carbon-neutral superweapons and to stop using racist language in your evil tirades against the UN when you hold the world to ransom. People are making memes about you online and about how much of a racist old fogey you are and about how ignorant you are of environmental issues. What? What is the change.org? And I wasn't racist. I just called the French cheese eaters when I was threatening to shatter their cities using the power of sound waves. It was all in good fun. And they knew it. They laughed. At least I think they did. 
I laughed so hard when they speak their Uga Booga language I couldn't hear. Dad, your supervillain plots are fine, even if most of them were first done in, like, the 60s. But you're offending people. You're hurting people's feelings with your prejudiced words, and that's not cool. Everyone loves to be offended nowadays. It is everyone's new favourite hobby. Political correctness gone mad. It used to be you could compliment a woman on how she looked in a new dress. But these days, that woman would take you to court. And then she would look all pretty and vulnerable during the trial and the judge would probably fancy her and let her off. Dad, that too. The sexism. First of all, why did you assume the judge was male? I didn't. You're the one assuming. You're sexist. Just goes to show. She could be a female judge. Lady judges are all lesbians anyway. She'd probably want to let her off. Feminist conspiracy. I... Gary... Jeez! Dad, and in your evil schemes, why are you always abducting women and chaining them to railroad tracks, nuclear missiles and tables with lasers mounted on them? Why can't you abduct some men as well? Abducting a woman and tying her to a nice, sturdy pair of railroad tracks is a compliment. It's tradition. Can't hold doors open for them either. They want to live like men, oh yes, with trousers. But what if they had to be in the draft or work on an oil rig? Oh yes, then we'd never hear the end of it. Not very glamorous there, I can tell you. Not like being a housewife or a teacher. Dad. That's it. That's it. I'm not standing here and being lectured by my own son. I'm going. I'm going back to my own house where I am my own master. And I am appreciated by the cat. I was going to make my robotic spider give the dungeon master a prefrontal lobotomy too. It was going to be really good. We were all going to laugh. But I won't. So there. Goodbye. Enjoy your Mediterranean food and talking about latest precedents being set by your heterosexual lady judges. I'm going. I'm really proud of you for staying true to your beliefs in the face of your father, Michael. Thanks, Wendy. Can you help me pack away my clean socks? Oh, look at this. My dad, he folds them, but he never irons them very well. <sighs> Listeners, only Dumalax can help Dumalax overcome his fears and prejudices. But can you give Dumalax any ideas for more original supervillain plans? Why don't you call in and suggest a supervillain plan he might try? The number to dial is 83135000. Or you can write on the Facebook wall. The address is www.facebook.com slash theroleplayinghour. You are listening to Wendy, Michael, the DM, Gary Dumalax, and me, Jim, here on the Role Playing Hour on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM, digital radio and online. Episodes 1 to 265 can be found at our WordPress site at theroleplayinghour.wordpress.com. And most of the episodes since then can be found at the Radio Adelaide website itself. But right now, call in or write on the Facebook wall and tell us a supervillain plan Dumalax might try to get a, be a bit more modern and hip with the kids. I am cyber. I am cyber. This is Jonathan Frakes, and I hate the role-playing hour so much that whenever I hear it, I want to eject my warp core. This is Lance Vegas, and I hate the role-playing hour because they mostly come out at night. Mostly. Hello? Hello, it's General Flex Fecton. Hello, Sir Flex, and what are you calling in for today? Are you, do you have a suggestion? Yes, I'm calling in to help Dumalax. Ah, good. He needs a little bit of help. So how can he get more original with his schemes? Yeah, Dumalax, I have to ask a question first. How, how powerful is, is your laser? Can it write things on the moon? Indeed it can. Okay. All right, so I think what would be really cool and really hip with, with the young people of the day mm-hmm. is if you drew 
the DM, that, that giant douche man. <laughs> He's a huge douche. <laughs> Sucking a fat cock on the moon. Drew a picture of that on the moon. But there already is one. There are several. Should I add Even more oh, details? No, 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 you, you misunderstand. Not, not Earth's moon. All 16 of Jupiter's moons. Brilliant. Uh, oh, no, 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 my helmet's activating. I am cyber. I am cyber. Ah, <laughs> uh, Dungeon Master. I am Ever the douche. Cyber. I think I, I will take your plan to heart, cyber. my my loyal I henchman, and I shall write, draw enormous cocks being cyber. guzzled by the Dungeon Master on every moon in the solar system. Very good. Oh. I'm glad, glad to be a service. <laughs> Blood nose. <laughs> so, we haven't heard from you for a while, Flex. How you been? Eh, not bad. Yeah. It's not bad out here in the war zones. Uh, so, you probably didn't get to... You need some entertainment out there. You should play yourselves Wendy Soap Opera. That was a pretty good one. Yes, I, w- I will indeed. Mm. I will indeed. With, with the little you know, five minutes of internet we get here and there, just <laughs> save it up every week just so I can listen to the show. Yes, your satellite internet there, in which well, I guess you, your war zone is probably classified, right? Probably can't tell yeah. us. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, what sort of people do you think go to Warm Adelaide? Describe a typical Warm Adelaide patron. Oh, someone very free-spirited and someone that loves good music. Mm-hmm. And extremely wealthy. Um, yes. Very upper-middle class, at least. Yeah, the tickets are a bit pricey, but, you know, unless you could get your hands on some free ones. Which you probably could if you subscribe to Radio Adelaide, you'd have a chance, a meagre chance, but still a chance to win two double passes to Warm Adelaide in 2015. I think November might be a popular subscriber month. It might be, but still, even in the popular months, that's still like, what, I don't know, don't quote me on this, but it's like 20 or 30 people, your odds are not bad, plus you get the fuzzy feeling of... It is fuzzy, morally fuzzy, a very grave feeling of supporting community radio. And uh, to do that, you just subscribe. $75, con- uh, no, full price, $75, $40 concession. How much does the average missile cost you over there in um, your, your the Falklands or oh, wherever you well, are? The short-range missile is about 30k. If you want to go a bit further, you know, you're looking 100k for the really, really top-end stuff. Were you the one who blew up MH317? 370. Oh, whichever one. The other, oh, the secret one as well. Did you win? No, no, no. 370, no, 370 went missing. That, uh-huh. wasn't, that wasn't us, but 17. There was a new guy on the job. It was his first day. New guy, I thought so. That was pretty tragic, but yeah. So keep control of your of your rebel forces there. And, and that. where mum's a word, Putin has nothing to do that we totally understand, Mr. Flex. He's completely innocent. Yes, exactly. Very good. Um, do you want to give a shout-out to anyone, Sir Flex? Sir uh, Flex Jordan Bocario. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's a good guy. <laughs> um, yeah. Sweet. Uh, all the students that have exams tomorrow morning. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, sucks to be uh, them. Exam time in, in, in good old Adelaide. And all the tutors have to mark their exams, possibly. Mm. Not that I'd know any of those lame-o nerds. So... <laughs> Uh, thank you, Mr. Flex. Thanks for calling in. We're no, running out of time, luck, so we just speed along. Good luck, Dumalax. Good luck, Dumalax. Thank you kindly. Thank you, Mr. Bye. Flex. Bye-bye. This is J.G. Hertzler. I hate the role-playing hour. I hate it so much that I sent an entire fleet of Vorture-class heavy cruisers to blow them out of the sky. And I am your son. Garron. <laughs> This is Corinemic. 
Do you hate the role-playing hour? Not a problem. I'll get them canceled faster than you can say synchronized swatches. Ah, seriously. You're still making me do this Parker Lewis shtick? You think this is funny? You guys are complete fu- Oh, damn! Doomalax is coming around! Michael and I are going to my room DM. Can you tell him we're not here? Uh, so now finally you don't like him. You finally realize that he's a bully. What? He's not a bully. He made me break my nose in 800 places. Pfft, it's not bullying if you bully someone who deserves to be bullied. No, he's just... It's awkward being around him. He's so out of touch. And the internet hates him now. His animal testing, his races to raids, his carbon footprint. He's a laughing stock. It's embarrassing to be near him. He doesn't really know how to handle it all. It's all a bit sad. Just tell him we're not here. <sighs> Fine, whatever. And you, Jim, are you going to run away too or are you just going to stay here eating your sandwich? Doomlex doesn't bother me. Dungeon Master? <laughs> Doomlex? Is my son here? No, he went out, I think. He and Wendy are hiding from me in their room, aren't they? Um, yeah. It's all right. I am a grown man. I can handle it. Sons are supposed to act out against their fathers. May I sit down? I can't exactly stop you, can I? You'll probably shoot me with a tranquilizer gun now and then graft a cow face onto mine. Just do it. Just do whatever you came to do to me. No. No, I hadn't planned anything like that. Okay. Hi, Dreamlax. Hello, Jim. Dungeon Master, have you seen this thing called the Internet? Yes, Dreamlax. They hate me on there. They but really hate me. That's just a younger generation. They, 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 they care more than we do. They're better than us, frankly. Yes, I suppose. I mean, you should be proud. You raised a good son. He's considerate of others. He stands up for what he believes in. Yes, I I suppose. But Dungeon Master, all of this has been making me think, and I came around to talk to you. To me? Yes. I realized I am out of touch. <laughs> no, Dumalax, I mean, you're just going through a creative slump. No, I am. I know it. My plans are old and cliché. They were all done first on James Bond and the Saints years ago, and, and well, the world has changed. I don't even recognize it anymore. I say something that seems perfectly innocent, and then, for some reason, people get so upset. And it used to be a megalomaniac could just threaten the UN, and that was it. But these days, with social media, you know they have this thing called Twitter? Yes, Dumalax. Apparently, someone posted a picture on, on there of me without my purple helmet. Shocking. I saw that. It was hot. People on Twitter, on the internet, they're the real supervillains of the modern age. Destroy a man's credibility, his whole public persona, his whole career in a matter of days. I'm just not cut out for this anymore, DM. The modern world has passed me by doesn't want any part of me, and I don't want any part of it. So, what are you going to do? Retire. Write my memoirs. Maybe make a Zen garden. But, but, you're my archenemy. I know. And that is what I came around to say. I am retiring from being your archenemy. But, but, but I don't have any friends. My archenemy's all I've got. Our hatred, the interpersonal violence, the homosocial banter... 
It's the closest thing to intimacy in my life. For the past few years, you've been the most reliable thing I know. You and your attacks. Well, yes, there has been something of a cold war, but it is time for that cold war to thaw. Shake my hand, Dungeon Master. Peace. But... Come on, Dungeon Master, shake my hand. This better be a trick. There better be a joy buzzer on there or some radioactive isotope in a needle or anthrax. Just come on. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes, good. It was no... It was no trick. And I'm going to take the judgmental moose head. What? But that's mine. I won that in a competition. No, you didn't. I sent it to you. There is a camera in the eyeball. I've been watching your every move. That voice saying you were being judged. That was me through a radio. I am judging you. See? And all this time I thought that was my inner monologue judging myself. All this time I've been feeling bad. Nice shoes, Jim. Thanks, Dumalax. But... But this must be sad for you too, right? Um, you're losing an archenemy too. I told you a dozen times, Dungeon Master. You're not my archenemy. Someone else is. And I went around to break the news to him before I got here. I'm out of the game. Then... I wish you well, Dumalax. Yes, you too, Dungeon Master. I'd best be off. I parked the Lexus in a ten-minute spot. Shouldn't we... Have some sort of ceremony? No, I hate long goodbyes. Farewell. You watch. <laughs> Any minute now, he's going to poke his head through that door and he's going to say, douche. You watch. Any minute now. Oh, yeah. Just watch. I'm going to make another sandwich. Seriously? No friends? No arch enemy? I'm truly alone? <laughs>